Hi everyone, uh, I'm Zane. Welcome back to episode two of the Short Straw podcast. This is our first topical episode where we are joined by a guest and today we'll be aiming to discuss a topic that I think is close to everyone's hearts at the moment. Um, last week we were told that the earliest date we'll be able to get back into our education is March the 8th, um, which I know is probably quite demoralising news for a lot of people out there. And I've brought in one of my really good friends, Musa Sam, to talk about, you know, how we might be able to get through this and some of the insights that people might need, although it is a little bit late considering we've already gone through the majority of our lockdowns. Um, but I think it's probably quite important for a lot of people to hear what what you can do to adapt to the situation that we're living in. So Musa, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate hey, it. Yo, thank you for having me, man. This this podcast is a, is a sick idea. Thank you. Need it. It's you. definitely needed, definitely. I think so. I think so. You've had quite a varied school experience. I met you in September of 2019. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. And wow. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's flown by, hasn't it? It's been quite, quite the Very journey. Quick. And we've done a lot in that time, to be fair. Yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I wanted to sort of get some of your insights about the way your varied school experience has, has sort of shaped your view of education, um, mm. if that's okay with you. So would you mind telling everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so hi, my name is Musa Sam. I'm 18 years old, currently living in East London, Stratford to be specific, living with my mum, brother, younger sister, so I'm, like, I'm the oldest. Yeah. Um, and yeah, currently, got a scholarship into a private boarding school and that exactly. yeah that's probably been speaking of education that's probably been the heart like the biggest change yeah um, my journey my journey's been been quite interesting in the sense that i've been in state school my whole life but in state schools with certain needs mm. um not many schools are familiar with so yeah it's it's been an interesting journey but currently now i'm i'm at a boarding school so everything's well there everything's going well um and yeah, I'm just kind of pushing forward and seeing seeing how far I can get because it's been it's been one heaven one hell of an experience and meeting yeah. people like you as well has been has been a, a good thing, really good thing, especially because it's a different culture, different everything. Mm. And yeah, no, I completely agree. And you know, you you've made yourself very busy. You've made a name for yourself in an amazing place. So I think that that's just a credit to you, um, well, and especially with something like is. Would it be called a disability or is it more of just a hindrance? It's a learning learning disability, right? It's um, it's oh, special educational needs. That's what it would be classed okay. as instead of a disability. What I have anyway. Okay. Um, okay. Processing disorder. Uh, but my brother's case, he has. It would be a disability and a special educational need. So it's yeah, it's, it depends how you look at it. Okay. Um, people call it what they want to call it, but I just I just see it as a special. A special need I have in school, but I don't like to call it disability because I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't have it. So that yeah. hasn't really disabled me, has it? In yeah. that sense, hundred percent. No, no, I, I, I think I definitely agree with that. With your, with your brother, you said disability. <clears throat> what is it about your brother? So my brother has autism. Okay. Uh, autism. So he's autistic and has auditory processing disorder. And obviously, there's different types of autism. But um, right. Yeah, he's mood changes a lot very quickly. Um, School is very hard to focus in, uh, focus on, sorry, not in, on. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a similar journey I've had as well. Okay. In the sense that I've struggled in class. Um, and yeah, it did affect my behavior a bit growing up. 
Yeah. It was, it, yeah, it's a, it's a very wide-ranging thing. There's all sorts. But yeah, the main idea is that in school, it's very tough for him to kind of stay focused. Or us, you could say. Us, yeah. yeah us to stay focused. Like and any, kind, of, kind of stay concentrated for a certain period of time yeah. without lagging out. Mm. That's the right phrase. Yeah, lagging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daydreaming and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there's... Even people who don't have auditory processing disorder probably suffer from that every now and again. You know, yeah, exactly, 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 exactly. Especially it's now. Like, it's like a, sen- it's a sensory thing. So in the sense that while focusing is hard, background noise is, is, is a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, and, and processing sound is more, more yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the definition for it. Processing sound is a difficulty. So like, I'll be like, I, I'll be listening to someone and certain words will go in my head, but I haven't actually like process the actual words but i'm i'm reacting like i've heard it and then when they've gone i've absolutely i i'm confused i don't even know what i'm meant to be doing so you can imagine how tough that is in school um and it's tougher for him because he has autism on the side of that as well so it's yeah it's a it's an interesting journey to have (laughs) very interesting (laughs) i think it's even that daydreaming thing is i think it's becoming a lot more common now with virtual school as well i think a lot of people are struggling to to maintain their concentration that's why everyone's so eager to get back yeah um, yeah. yeah i think you appreciate i think all, this is a lesson we all must learn like, i think we need to appreciate school now we don't, exactly <laughs> now we don't have it i think yeah yeah i think that's a, definitely a massive thing actually on that on that topic on your uh, auditory processing disorder didn't you start a business to help children yeah. like that yeah, so it's called Bridge That Gap. Um, okay. I'll give a bit of background to it. So essentially, when I was applying to... So I had, I had quite a journey going up to year 11. Yeah. And then I was kind of inspired by seeing the adversity my mum, my brother was going through. Mm. I was like, how can I make it easy? What can I do? And then I thought, okay, let me try and move out somehow. Yeah. And then I found that you can board at schools and this and that and stay at schools and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, so I applied, but I applied by myself. I hadn't, I hadn't told anyone. My mum didn't even know till I got shortlisted. Okay. Like that's, that's how independent I was when I was doing it. Um, and then obviously the result obviously worked because now I'm in. Mm. And I thought, okay, okay. So I've been through all that trouble and yeah. somehow I've got to hit. Now all that trouble led me to hit. So there's obviously kids just like me, yeah. with different types of adversity that can end up in the same place or places they want to be. And what Bridge That Gap is basic, basically about is working for the youth. Yeah. It's by the youth. So only people working on it like are young adults and young teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're with the youth. That's the idea of it. So mentoring slash guiding um, kids to kind of, kids or, or anyone really that's young to kind of seek opportunities and not let kind of A, B, C be the only way you can do things. Because sure. if I had followed that route of, you have this, so you do that and you end up there, I wouldn't be anywhere near the school, anywhere near any anything I am. I wouldn't even be probably starting this business. So, yeah, kind of rejigging the the, the picture sure. um, and letting our creativity kind of run is the idea. Changing perspectives. Changing perspectives and empowering the youth. That's a big one. That's a big one. Empowering the youth is, I think, something necessary now, especially I know you did this before, but even now with things like Corona, you know, I think people need that inspiration. People need a bit of motivation and and a bit of a kick to say, you know, you can do this or 
um, you you can turn this negativity into something amazing. And I think Most what, what Bridge That Most Gap definitely. has done is is really amazing with that sort of thing. Yeah. I think it's important. Yeah, I think I think just to add on quickly, I think like like you just said, leading that kind of kick, that boost, that hook. Yeah, it's it's more powerful when it comes from the youth themselves for exactly. any age. Is what I've realised. Exactly. That's why I think, and and any listeners as well, if you have something you're doing or any ideas. Like let let them run, honestly, especially now because people need them for inspiration. Even for inspiration, even if people don't even jump on your idea or try to help you, just for inspiration, letting your idea the idea out is already a powerful tool. Exactly. So for those listeners out there, please heed Musa's advice because he he's speaking from experience. <laughs> with with things like concerns that maybe aren't something like what you have auditory processing disorder or you know dealing with situations in a different light what do you think are like currently the biggest concerns about school for the young people out there from what you've seen especially now virtual school in one of them yeah i think one of the biggest things has to be i think one big thing that's overlooked and I, i i don't know why i don't see loads of adults and teachers talk about it is the idea that loads of kids their needs aren't recognised. So many of them are classed as bad kids yeah. or kids that don't care about school. Right. And that, that that nearly happened to me. Or furthermore, not even nearly, it happened to me at okay. a certain point. Yeah. Um, and I was just fortunate to be surrounded by people that were able to help me, like my mum, for example, um, and kind of recognise that wasn't the case. But that's one big thing. And, and most listeners as well won't even understand what I'm talking about yeah. because it's a thing where you yourself may have a need, but you don't even know that you have it. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, to, and then to go through and find it, it, it costs all sorts. And if you want to go through it and not have to, not have the money for it, that's an even longer, longer journey. And that's, that's the draining part mm. for a parent. Um, and not many parents could do it. It's not easy, especially the information. If it's, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Many kids have needs that teachers don't recognise. And if they do recognise those needs, they aren't facilitated facilitating them uh, at their school when they're teaching so that's that's one biggest thing i think is overlooked completely i think you're right you know everyone has everyone is unique in their own way everyone has specific learning styles specific things about school that drive them or that help them in a certain way deal with the challenges that you're right even they might not even recognize that they have um Mm. with the challenges that you've ever faced i feel like people might be in need especially now of a potential coping mechanism. What has been that sort of coping mechanism for you in your school education, in your career, that that sort of thing? I say one thing is seeing, seeing, seeing. Oh, so I'll answer. I'll answer um, as life in general. Then I'll answer during COVID because I know that's, that can be a separate thing as well. Sure. Um, but I'd say seeing again. I'm going to repeat it one more time. My brother, yeah, my and my mum, and how much it's done. To, to all of them, education um, alone, and then just living life as general, trying to kind of cope with that and deal with the needs and everything. That that's a big motivator for me. And then the idea that turning adversity into an advantage slash adventure is possible. And that, I, I I I'd say me doing that has been another another kick in the sense that now that I've done it, I can do it again. But if I can do it, my brother can definitely do it. Yeah. I can do it, my sister can do it, and if they will do it. It helps my mum. But yeah. now, can I do that for more people? So it's kind of like inspires me to keep going with my own education, but also helps 
me to kind of while I'm doing my education, I need to help others with similar mm. similar stories, similar backgrounds. And even though they don't have the same kind of style or the same end, you're still helping them either either way. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and during COVID, coping mechanism, I'd say again, family, but also I think a big thing has been just talking. Just talking to friends. And now I'm more the, now this is a case by case thing. I'm more of the person where talking about my feelings to myself instead of talking to someone about my feelings is a bet is a better I end up with a better result, I would say. Yeah. But that's just me. And I know there's other people like that. But I'm not that's not me saying you have to just like talk to yourself. Like obviously like you can there's different ways. I see the biggest thing to do, biggest advice I can give right now is find a way or what suits you best, especially now. Because no matter if you're the Incredible Hulk or your your Batman's brother, like no matter what it is, you need to find a way of coping, especially yeah. now, because um, it's, it's a serious serious thing. So like even just speaking to you about the most random YouTube videos every day, and just, like all sorts, all sorts, all sorts. Yeah. I mean that 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 haircut you have even. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> even that is just that helps. That yeah. helps. So. Yeah. Yeah, music as well has been helpful for for, for me. Um, okay. But also, yeah, family has been a big motivation. Just adversity, adversity in all together. Seeing yeah. how much I'm going through, how much I've been through. Seeing how much my sister, brother, mother, relatives, friends. That mm. that that's a big big kick. So it, it kind of keeps me going. Yeah, I mean, like especially with things like motivation, family is always going to be a big one. Especially as you as you just said, um, that motivation of you know seeing adversity or seeing the effects of different things on your family. I think a lot of people can relate to that because everyone knows, you know, someone, as I mentioned in the first episode, everyone knows someone who's going through something or everyone knows that there's something that affects people around them. And I think that's having a really big impact, especially in things like education. Kids are now even being distracted by certain things, certain home environments or the issues that some of their friends might have might be playing on their minds. So you know, change is a really stressful thing. It's it's right. becoming more and more stressful now because the changes are like drastic. You know, yeah. um, it's all it's all like it's on like blast even. So exactly. Like if, if you had problems before, now it's been like turned even, even way up, exactly. and now you're feeling. Exactly. There's there's people out there I think now definitely who who need and deserve that motivation and, and advice to sort of help them. I'd say center their thoughts, focus their thoughts, you know, what advice would you give to someone who's lost or like who, who really needs that help? Because I know you've experienced it. So it it is helpful. I think, I think this advice helps even if we're not looking in terms of COVID or COVID or whatever you want to look. I think you want to be in a position where the problems you've faced, the adversity you face, you need to be able to say to yourself in the future, you want to be able to say to yourself in the future, I wouldn't be here in this great position I'm in, whatever position you're in, hopefully it's positive. Yeah. If it wasn't for the issues I'd faced months ago, years ago, days ago, that's what you want to be, you want to be able to do. And I think now in lockdown, no matter who you are, you have some sense of adversity because of the change we've mm. been facing. But I think if, if, that, if, if you have one thing you want to be able to do uh, during this, this COVID period, you want to be able to say to yourself, because of this, I was able to do X, Y, Z in the future. Or I'm in X, Y, Z. Or yeah. I'm doing X, Z. Um, so, for example, like this podcast. This, that, you're, you're a brilliant example of that. Instead of sitting there kind of just thinking, what can I do? What can I do? 
and they're not coming up to something. You've seen the problems you've faced, but yeah, the thoughts you've had that have caused you to think quite a bit. Yeah. Let it land in your head, mm-hmm. and now you've gone and created this podcast. It's simple things like that. So it's 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 you need to be able to say to yourself, and you should be able to want to say to yourself, with the problems I faced, I am man I am today or the woman I am today because of them. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing, especially COVID, because everyone's everyone's feeling some sort of way about it and facing something. So yeah, and that'd be my biggest advice right now. I think I, I agree with that. You know, I mean for all of you listeners out there right now, that just shows, you know, we as a youth are really strong and we have the potential to be really strong. So, you know, have hope, I'd say. Is that is that what we're what we're going with? Have have some hope. Have hope. Have hope, but also believe in yourself as well. Believe in yourself. I think it's a again we're made to believe that like being young, we're made to, especially in today's society, we're made to believe that we kind of have to be like a oh, hold on X, Y, Z, go A, B, C, then go C B A. Like no, believe in yourself and yeah, yeah have hope. Have hope, but when you have hope, believe in it. Do what you feel is best. You know, we, we all face obstacles and you can always pick yourself up. You can always find someone who needs to be picked up. And I think in a period like this, we don't need to be at school to be able to, to live our lives and be there for each other. We just need to be resourceful. So take that message as, as one of a better future, I'd say. Something that we're going to be able to look back on and really understand and say that it, it shaped the way we were. And I think that's that's education that you don't get in the classroom. And I think that's in so many ways just as important as everything that you learn when you're taking yeah. algebra or trying to analyze Shakespeare, right? And just to quickly add, just to quickly add, I agree with that, but just to quickly add, yeah. you know what you said first, your first episode, your first ever episode that I love, you were talking about how um, people get knocked down and have to get back up, right? Yeah. I feel as if this, is a, this, op- this thing we're facing here, any, everyone can connect with that. We will exactly. be knocked down one way or another, right? Exactly. Now, who, who can get up? And I, I want to be able to say that everyone that's listening, your friends, your parents, can get up from what you're facing. And that's not me trying to downplay what I imagine you're facing, because I know everyone has different situations. I've, I've had relatives that are dealing with all sorts. I'm dealing with losses, all sorts, all sorts. Yeah. But but try and fight and see how like how much you can get up. and then you don't have to stand up the whole way because I know that's a hard fight itself but as long as you can get up some way that's a start that's a start use your friends use the people that are around you to to help yourself and in turn you will help them no matter what happens that is a coping mechanism in itself is just mm-hmm. focusing on what we need to do get your school day done enjoy your school day because of what you have the the situation that you're in just make the most of it, you know, be optimistic yeah. because we and, are going to get through it. Yeah, and trying to find a way to cope with it itself exactly. is a coping mechanism. So exactly. if you don't even find anything that helps you cope, just trying to find something that will help you cope itself mm. is a coping mechanism. So and we don't even realise that. Yeah, well, I think I think this has been pretty insightful for, for everyone who's listening. Musa, thank you very, very much for your your candour and your sort of calculation in your responses i really appreciate the the way in which i think hopefully you've inspired a lot of people so it means a lot to everyone so thank you for that thank you for having me man this is a this podcast is amazing great idea i hope it goes i hope it lives long it, it will hopefully long. hopefully it will live a, a long long life and to all of you listeners out there for listening thank you very much um i really hope that 
this is a good message to all of you to to have hope and stay strong through all of this. Remember, until our next episode, please, please stay safe. Um, Check up on the people around you. Enjoy your time with your families and just make sure you you check in with everyone and, and make sure you're all okay. So thank you for listening. I'll see you in the next episode and bye for now.